How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to episode two of the Boji podcast. And, you know, before I get into all the games over this past weekend, I just want to give a quick shout out to all the people that took the time out of their day to listen to what I had to say. I really appreciate it. Uh, I think I got over like 32 listens. That's that's pretty awesome, man. I didn't think I'd get past five, honestly, but uh, I appreciate you guys for, for taking the time to listen and I uh, hope I can give you some good content and hope I can, you know, let you uh, let you punch some tickets with me on the in the winner circle. And honestly, we had an excellent an excellent weekend of college and NFL football and uh, betting wise, we didn't do too shabby either. We went three and one and uh, ended up winning some money and you know that's how it goes sometimes you're gonna go three and one sometimes you're gonna go four and oh sometimes you're you're rarely gonna go undefeated you know but three and one is a great weekend of uh, betting and uh you know I, I was getting scared there for a little bit and you know the first that, that that leads me into the the first game here coastal carolina with the cover the miracle cover at minus five, they beat Appalachian State thirty-four to twenty-three, and holy cow, that that was a great game. First off, I mean, from start to finish, that was just a very, very exciting game. But let me just give a quick shout out to to Jordan Strong, the cornerback for Coastal Carolina. He intercepted the ball with a minute twenty left. He did not go down. He wanted to pad his stats so bad he wants to make it to the league and he wanted to pad his stats so he decided not to go down after he intercepted the ball and take it all the way for a touchdown to give coastal carolina the miracle cover to jordan strong you are my hero thank you so much that was a big bet too and you know that (laughs) i was jumping up and down i was texting the group i was I was ecstatic after he picked that off. That was the only way we could have covered. That was the only way to get a defensive touchdown. You know, Coastal's up four with a minute, or like I said, a minute 20 left, and he picks it off. He breaks a tackle. He jukes. He goes, what, 40-some-odd yards into the end zone for a touchdown. Awesome stuff. Uh, And, you know, just like I said, the, the game was awesome. I mean, there were there was everything in this game. There was fumbles on the goal line. There was mixed extra missed extra points. You know, the coastal. I there was a certain point where I didn't think they would cover. I mean, they were up by four. They go for two for some weird reason, and they don't get it. They went zero for three on two point conversions, and it was looking like they just weren't going to cover, but. Like I said, to Jordan Strong, props to you, man. Uh, the freshman quarterback, McCall, two touchdowns, throwing the ball, one touchdown rushing. It was just a back-and-forth game, uh, all game. It was very entertaining to watch, and uh, ultimately, Coastal came out with the victory and the cover. Props to the, the Chanticleers and that teal uh, field of theirs. Moving on to the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. Now, this game was from start to finish the exact opposite of what the coastal game was i mean this is one of those games where you bet on it and you're just smiling the entire time oklahoma wins 41 13 gets the cover at minus seven and you know another victory for us uh for for making that bet at minus seven you know uh (laughs) from from the first kickoff to the last knee of the game it was not close 
I mean, Oklahoma was never in danger of losing this game. And honestly, if I'm a college football team right now, I do not want to play Oklahoma. Oklahoma looks very, very good. Spencer Rattler, 300 yards passing, four touchdowns. Stevenson just coming off of a suspension, their running back, 140 yards rushing. He looked great running the ball. Uh, the defense for Oklahoma was flying around. I mean, Oklahoma's offense, Oklahoma State's offense, excuse me, is nothing pretty. And their quarterback, I still don't understand why they don't go to their freshman quarterback, but Sanders was just awful. Sacked four times. The defense for Oklahoma was flying around. And, you know, like I said, this, this game was never in question. This game was over when the first kickoff began. And, you know, the the team the better team won and this this was uh you know a good bet but this is something that I had a lot of confidence in so Oklahoma 41 13 over Oklahoma State and with the minus seven cover moving on to the NFL the NFL we ended up going one and one and I'll start off with the game that kind of disappointed me uh the Saints 24 to 9 winners over the Falcons and I actually bet the Falcons plus four there. You know, I thought Matt Ryan was still an elite quarterback. I didn't realize how good the Saints defense was. And I it turns out I was completely wrong about the Jameis Winston-Taysom Hill thing. I thought, you know, Taysom Hill getting the start, yeah, but he's a running quarterback. He's a utility player. I thought Jameis Winston was going to come in there and, and throw the ball a little bit and potentially have a couple turnovers. That didn't happen. I don't think he got in one snap of the game. Um, you know, the 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 game, this is kind of like the Oklahoma Oklahoma State game. This game was over before it began. I mean, the yeah, the Saints struggled a little bit at the beginning, but the Saints, I mean, Taysom Hill, two rushing touchdowns. Uh, he was a game manager throwing the ball, but the defense was just, I mean, they sacked Matt Ryan eight times. Matt Ryan had two interceptions. Atlanta Falcons only had 52 yards rushing. Julio Jones had two catches for 38 yards. I mean, that you ain't going to win if you're not getting your playmakers a ball. And the O-line for Atlanta, I mean, they're, they're to blame. But Matt Ryan is an absolute – he's a statue back there. He cannot run. He, I mean, this is a dying breed of quarterback. If you don't have a good offensive line, you can't be Peyton Manning-esque back there and, and expect to just stand back there and throw the ball. You need to be able to move around a little bit, and clearly Matt Ryan is is not that good of a quarterback anymore in today's NFL game. So the Saints, 24, nine winners over the Falcons, and uh, that was our, our one and only loss this week. Moving on to the game that happened last night and what a game it was. Uh, the Rams, 27 to 24 winners over the Bucks, and we picked the Rams plus four. Ended up getting that, and honestly, could have had some extra cash. We would have picked a money line, but you know this this game is kind of what I expected it to go. I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I actually called field goal game. You know, this is a this is a game that could easily come down to a field goal, and it certainly did. You know, Brady, he was only sacked one time. But I feel like he was under pressure all night. He didn't look comfortable. Um, you know, he had two picks, just over 200 yards passing. Bucks couldn't run the ball. I mean, that was a big thing as well. And and I just feel like the defense for the Buck, uh, the excuse me, the defense for the Rams was just superior. I mean, the Buccaneers have one of the best rushing defenses I've ever seen. But Jared Goff threw 300. 
80 yards passing. Cooper Cup was unstoppable. And, you know, just it was a back and forth game, but I just felt like the Rams would have ultimately come out with the, with the W. And I'm sure glad they did because they put our record at 3-1 and one this week, made some money, punched some tickets, and uh, they took the victory 27-24 over the Bucks. Great, like I said, great weekend of college and NFL football. Uh, hope you all decided to take my advice and uh, and punch some of these tickets and get some cash. But uh, if not, you know, we're uh, we're looking at some college games this Friday, and we're also going to look at a at a NFL game on uh, Thanksgiving Day here. Let me get the notes set up here. I'll start off with the NFL game, and really, y'all, y'all might think I'm crazy for this, but I really love the Baltimore plus four and a hook. It's it's plus four point five points. They're the underdogs. That's kind of a dead number, you know, four or five. That's kind of a dead number, but to bet on. But and I know the Baltimore running back situation. You know, they got two guys on COVID list, but I, honestly, I think the best running back is getting the start. Gus Edwards is an absolute beast, and this guy needs to get more touches. And if this is the way it happens, so be it. But, I mean, this is, this guy's an absolute monster, and he should be getting more touches for the, for the Ravens in the backfield. But, you know, this team was a hard-fought game. Uh, or the, These two teams fought hard. Uh, the last, I think it was two weeks ago they played, 28-24 was the final in that one. I think the, the Ravens, you know, they're they're hungry for a win. They've lost three out of the last four, and uh, Pittsburgh's undefeated, ten and zero. You know they're only the seventh team in the Super Bowl era to to go ten and zero, and you know they're they're just a team that they have to lose eventually, right? And I think this is this may be the week, and if it's not, hopefully, you know it's it, they win less than four point five points or five points, but you know this is. I just feel like the Ravens are desperate right now. It's hard to beat a team two times in a row in a season, especially coming off two weeks, you know, from playing each other two weeks ago. And I just think the Ravens get it done here. This is another game that I could see a field goal winning this. Who knows what the weather's going to be like. But, you know, I think the Ravens get it done this week. I'm taking them, Baltimore Ravens, plus four and a hook against the Steelers on Thursday night football. Now moving to college. There's actually two games I really, really like for some Friday college football action. Uh, the first one is, y'all y'all folks from Nebraska will like this one. Nebraska, I'm taking plus thir- 13 and a hook versus Iowa, plus 13.5. I feel like last week was kind of a, or this past week weekend was an overreaction. I mean, Nebraska was coming off of a great win against Penn State, like a, you know, the this is probably Scott Frost, one of his best wins, as sad as that is to say. You know, they were they were on a high from that. They kind of overlooked Illinois, I think. Illinois was ready to play, and they just got their ass beat. You know, I'm sorry for the language there, but they, they got their butt kicked. And I think they're going to be pissed off. I think they're going to get up for this game. I know it's in Iowa, but do I think Iowa is better – is two touchdowns better than Nebraska? Absolutely not. Nebraska plus 13.5. You can book that one. The next one I like is UCF versus USF. Two Florida schools going at it. And USF – excuse me, UCF is minus 25 
I'm taking that number all day. USF is one of the worst, worst college football teams I've seen this year. Honestly, I don't know how they have a win. I'm looking at it. They beat, I believe it was North Alabama, who's one, who is the worst uh, college football team this year. USF is just terrible. They're going through a coaching transition. Their the quarterback is hurt. They are terrible on defense, and UCF is pissed off. They're a lot like Nebraska in the fact that they beat excuse me they went to the wire with Cincinnati last week they they lost by three they're pissed off they want to redeem that this is the last game of the season for them I think they get it done by more than four touchdowns and minus 25 I think is an easy number to hit so you can book the minus 25 UCF versus USF ticket so those are the picks for this upcoming college football Friday and NFL Thursday uh, of course, I'll come back uh, on Saturday, discuss the results of these, and also, uh, you know, pick pick some games for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I appreciate you once again for for taking the time to listen to what I have to say, and uh, you know, it's been it's been a good ride so far. It's only been one episode in. This is episode two, but I, I I'm liking the feedback I'm getting and. You know, I I think uh, if I succeed in in doing my research and, and, you know, getting everything going with the picks and, you know, and punching some tickets, I think we're going to have a a good ride here. And, uh, you know, it's Tuesday right now. I'm going to try to do an episode every Saturday, definitely, and every Tuesday just to look at the earlier games. So every Saturday and Tuesday, please tune in. I appreciate you all listening. I appreciate the comments I'm getting. And uh, thank you so much for, for taking the time out once again. And, you know, I'll see you all on Saturday. Have a good one.